No All right. T- no tinkering. All right. <laughs> We're back. I'm Wes. I'm Murray. And this is American, American Zero, Zero Podcast. <laughs> I was trying to take your lead on that. I didn't know where to go with it. Lots of stuff today. Lots, lots of hot movie talk. Lots of hot movie talk. I, I, I'll just go ahead and warn you. We're going to wait till the end. We are going to talk about bad boys, and it will not be spoiler free. It, so this is your spoiler alert, and we will remind you again at the end. We like to go on tangents a lot, so but we'll let you know. We're like, okay, the last part of the show will be bad boys for life. It'll be about the whole movie. There will be spoilers in it. So if you want to turn it off, then we saved it till the end. So mm. if you wanted to turn it off, you can turn it. If you don't want to hear spoilers, There's spoilers. If you don't like black people, you know whatever. Oh no, no, I can't. I'm not. I don't get behind that. Well, it might be why somebody turns it off. I can't watch the movie with these black people in it. Yeah, well, that 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 means not, that, not our target audience. I yeah, might, I was I say, I don't. I don't know if necessarily if I want our target demographic to be. But, but if for some reason you were listening to this show and that is one of your things. As to why you're listening to it, uh, please let me know why you feel that that's okay. But we're going to talk about <laughs> we're talking about Lethal Weapon Five possibly coming out or is greenlit to come yeah, it's out. Green, it's like they're it's on the fast track supposedly. We're going to talk about I, I have some I have some Judge Dread stuff I want to talk about. I watched the Stallone Judge Dread mm-hmm. on HBO. The, was not, it on HBO or was it on Stars? I can't remember. One. Whatever I watched it on, I watched it on. I think um, I watch it on HBO. I have a couple things I want to bring up. Uh, we like my old neighborhood of Oakland uh, opened up a Dollar General and like talk about like the ridiculous outbursts that people are having about that. Uh, I also kind of want to talk about the the, the bootleg Chiefs t shirt stands that are opening mm, up everywhere. There's a lot of bootleg Chiefs stands. Spider Man is going. They're going to ha- Disney's going to have a. Spider-Man swinging around the park. All right. And then uh, we've also got uh, Harvey Weinstein's dick and Fast and the Furious trailer. And that's where I want to start. Let's start with the Fast and Furious trailer. I text you. I was like, seriously, this is how I felt. (laughs) Excited, (laughs) disappointed, and confused. All, All in that order. And and I well, where was the disappointment? That's what I was most curious. I'm dis- about. I'm disappointed that that it's John Cena, and I don't I don't like John, I don't like him either. I don't no, like okay. John Cena the actor. No, I don't. I, I don't I think like he's him. Terrible. And I don't. Maybe he'll win me over in this. And I don't like the fact that all of a sudden he's 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 Dom's long lost brother. I thought, out of nowhere. I, I thought. Okay, now you're really out of ideas. If that's where <laughs> we're going with this, I'm like, oh, Dom has a long lost brother. Get the fuck out of here with this. But I can tell you right now, bet the movie's amazing. It's going to be. I'm excited for it because how ridiculous it looks. <laughs> yeah, the but, part where he he just happens to fly off a cliff and somehow he he's able to harpoon himself and in the Tarzan tire swings and Tarzan swings. Yeah. Like even if he swung that car up on a cliff, how could how could his shocks even survive? Well, that? I was also trying to figure out. Okay, I'm like, okay, he shot the harpoon off to the side. The wheel caught the car and it swing, swings across. But I was just like, okay. The way things work, in order to swing from one place to another, your harpoon would have to be connected to something higher than what you are. So what is the harpoon and, to? And considerably load-bearing. Like- yes! <laughs> That's why I'm like, what is he harpoon to? And then I was also like, how did that just not rip the body right off that part of the car? And what's crazy, though, is we're still like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. I was excited it. when the jet flew out and it just picked up the other car like with a magnet. I was yeah. like, I was already like, that shit's awesome. And then so, they just took it to another level. It's so off the chain. And, and they don't. They, and, and then I was confused because Han is back at the end. Which I was like, what the fuck? But at the same time. Now I can be... Is it going to be like Han's twin brother? Uh, uh, 
I don't I don't know. Here's my thing. I kind of want Han to come back because it'll make me feel better about a part of the Fast and Furious franchise that has bugged me. And it's like how it's, they're just all okay with Jason Statham. That's why I said we talked about this before yeah. on the show. Yeah. That Jason Statham can just kill him and then he helps him out the next movie. And then and then, and then all of a sudden Vin Diesel's like, you're a family now. Like, yeah. what, because he helped you save your baby? Shouldn't be, yeah. Also, the, also, the trailer where they're like, I'm going to give you this platinum, <laughs> this silver platinum cross. It'll protect you from what's coming. Like, god damn, if I'm a toddler, I'm like, what the fuck family am I in? He probably doesn't understand what's going on, but still, it's like, you want to give this kid a giant silver chain so he can protect himself? And I'll, I'll be honest, I also, like, every time I hear Vin Diesel talk, I still, it's still, like, jarring. He's like, I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. He's like, he's like I can't live my life a quarter mile at a time anymore. Like, no shit, man. Like, the first Fast and Furious came out in, like, 1999 or 2000. Mm-hmm. Like, then I, I I will give you the benefit of the doubt. I would guess you're in your mid-20s. It's 20 years later, so now you're obviously in your mid to late 40s. But I, I feel, this is when you finally decide? <laughs> I feel the same way when I'm watching the Bloodshot trailer with a minute. He's like, you don't understand anything about men like me. And I'm just like, God, that dude sounds like he's gargling glass when he talks. It's like, what is wrong with that dude's throat? It's. I feel bad for Vin Diesel because it's uh, – he he's he, he 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 is pigeonholed himself into all these kind of roles, but 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 it, it, in a weird way, when he wants to go outside of it, he's a total flop. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I've <laughs> argued with people. It's like, it's like it's like you you complain about him being like ah oh, he's the same dude in every movie, and then when he goes outside of it, you're like no nah, no get get back in. Dude. But but I've argued with people <laughs> about Vin Diesel and how popular he truly is, and I point out oh, that like people overseas people in China love him. I, but the thing is, it's like his biggest movie. Like I don't know how well like um like at one point. The Pacifier, which I brought up on this show, was his biggest movie oh, outside of the really? Fast and the Furious oh, was, franchise. Yeah. And that's why I try to point out was to people. It, it wasn't Boiler Room? No, no. I, I, my whole thing with him is that it's like the franchise that he's in is what's popular. It ain't him. And I, I, that's why I – it's kind of one of those things where like I, I, when people argue about like who the big action stars are now and all that stuff, it, I don't feel the same way about like say The Rock. Like I did in the '90s about, like, say Arnold. Like I, like I just don't feel like it's on the level. Like, like the movies might make money, but even, but it's nowhere near like the. Yeah, I'm with you. I, the, I, the, 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 I can't explain it. Like it's just Arnold was bigger than. Like the best word I can put is that he transcended what he did. Like in terms of his popularity, like people who didn't even watch his movies probably liked him, you know, like that kind of shit. Arnold made a lot of stuff in the eighties, and it did seem to go pretty much year by year with him through the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think with the Rock though too, Rock, it, Rock, little bit, little bit oversaturation. I feel like with Rock, there's some like I don't think he needed to. Do, I didn't think he needed to do skyscraper or whatever it was. Was that the, what was it called when he had the when he had the he had the prosthetic leg? He was the I never saw that one. I didn't care. Yeah, to it wasn't see it. very good. It wasn't very good. But like it was like he was, and then he was doing baller. And it was like, yeah, I, I think he's doing too much. Was it was it a movie? Was it San Andreas? Uh, San Andreas is all right, though. Uh, uh, th- no, but that one was successful. Yeah. And like that's the thing. Rock's extremely hit or miss with his movies. That's why every year when people are like, The Rock was the highest grossing actor of the year. It's like, oh, I would be too if I was in 37 movies this year. Yeah. And one of them was, you know, The Fast and the Furious and it made a billion dollars at the theater. I'm like, it's, it's like, come on. Like, you're... You, like I get the rock is popular, but I don't think he's on the fucking level of like certain like but that's the that's that's the thing that I, I don't know if we've ever brought up on this podcast. Wait, I like I got you 
Every time like I'm you, pointing. You no, no, no. I like every time you say like we brought it up on this one. Like you mean like are you talking about like the past American Zero or like the other podcast? No, that no, we no. Did? I mean like the old American oh, Zero okay, or this one. You always say it like we do other shows, and it's it's been my thing that like I've tried it to like I've had this uh, conversation with my kids, and it goes beyond just like what we're talking about with actors. Is that I point out to them that like you know you got okay. You think about like somebody who's larger than life in the, in, the, in the entertainment industry and transcends what they do. I don't think there's anybody out there right now that can even equate to what me and you or our parents grew up with. Our parents grew up with like the Beatles and Elvis. Yeah. We grew up with like Michael Jackson and shit like that. And I don't feel like there's anybody who just explodes like that now and like goes l- beyond. Large, larger than life yeah. celebrities, yeah. And uh, I think there might be too many celebrities now. No, that's part of it. Uh, I think, like, and, that, and that's my thing with, uh, like, when we're talking about, like, uh, the action movies and all that stuff. I don't, I just don't feel like there's any actors out there that are, the, the idea that an actor themselves is the only reason a movie becomes successful or blows up or whatever has kind of died off over the last like so many years uh i don't think there i don't think there are any actors out there that that 100 by themselves are a draw i think we've seen actors that can be a big like they can be popular actors and still be in a flop and at one point in our life that was almost impossible like i like you go back to the like the 90s and like there was a brief period when I didn't know if it was going to be possible for Will Smith to put out a flop. Oh yeah, you know, and like that's one hundred percent the case now. You know, yeah, yeah. Was Wild Wild West a flop? I believe so. <laughs> I believe so. That was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end for Will. No, I think Will made a lot of stuff. I, I, I just don't think there's a large. I, I just don't think we. I like like I don't know what it. I don't know if it's that there isn't a larger than life iconic person existing right now. Yeah, I, it just might be that. It's not that hard for like I wouldn't. It's hard to become a celebrity, but like you said, one there's oversaturation, and two, it's not that hard for a celebrity to become just ridiculously everywhere now. Yeah, it's like there's that would be the I guess the whole thing about like there's so much information out there, everybody's out there. You know what I mean? You think you think China got on the phone and was like, then can you come over here and beat this coronavirus for us? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, is my family over there? And he's like, like, no. And he's like, then forget it. And he hangs up on I, that, oh God. What if, What if they were on the phone with Vin Diesel? They're like, Vin, we need you here. We need you to take care of this corona. Can you whoop corona's ass? And then he shows up with like that corona bottle, and he's like, I only drink corona. <laughs> or what if his car literally just like flew through the building when they were on the phone with him? He was already, already in that, that charger. Is it a dog? I don't know what he drives. I don't know, I don't know anything about cars. And he just <laughs> I saw I saw a meme the other day about the coronavirus. It's it had a Mexican dude holding oh, up a yeah. case. Have you yeah. seen it where oh, it says yeah. I only drink Modelo food? Yeah, it <laughs> was there, the, someone sent me one. I think it was Adam sent me one, and it was like it, it was like the first it was like the first victim of the coronavirus. And it was some Mexican dude all drunk on the ground with a bunch of beer bottles around him. But the thing is, you know what's sad about that is is like I like there's an article that I thought about talking about in this episode. The headline of the article from Vice. A disturbing number of people think coronavirus is related to the corona beer. <laughs> oh, 
that's, that's a shame. And, it, and it, that goes back to what I said before we even started this podcast. It used to be people thought that lack of information was the problem with the world. Now and it's then, too much. And, and then people believe too much too, of it, too. Too much bullshit information. And they, they say that they think the corona came from a bat or a snake, mm-hmm. and, and, then, and then it mutated and, and to, to, for us to spread it, and then it be mutated into being airborne. Like it went from a bite to into us, and then it became airborne. And it's like, holy shit, it's like outbreak with that fucking monkey. I mean, you know, but the thing is about it is like so many people are freaking out about it. And like, you know, you should be worried about stuff, you know, like that to an extent. But like I cracked up because somebody told me the other day how worried their wife was about it. And he's like, oh, God, he's like, she's so freaking out about it. I'm like, look, the flu kills one percent of people every year. This one kills three percent. Yeah. He goes. And right now it's in China. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's over here. There was one in Illinois. Eight, I think eight cases over here. And and that's one of the no, it was no, it was sorry, I'm I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It was like thirty four or something like that. But my whole point is there was a scare in Douglas County earlier this week, in, like in, in Lawrence. How people or it was somewhere around Lawrence. I get being cautious, but when people are like worried about it, it's like the one thing I want to say is like thirty four cases out of three hundred million people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a small minority. Like it's not. It's not even enough to say that they're a minority. They're they don't exist. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I think this is not saying it can't become something. I'm saying don't don't I'm not trying like I don't I don't want to sit here and be like, well, this asshole is <laughs> trying to say that people can't get sick from it. I shouldn't be cautious. I'm just saying I don't think you should walk around every day worrying about it. Nah, nah, nah. But I know nah, people nah. are. I got kids that are like in my own home that are upset about it, need Purell to carry themselves around. And I told them, I said, you know. Carrying around your own Purell and Purell in your hands and everything all the time is actually bad for you. It's like it actually like lowers your fucking immune system. So yeah, well, if you get bit by a bat, maybe worry worry about. I would worry more about rabies or becoming a vampire. Becoming bit mor- by a bat. becoming Morbius. Becoming Morbius. <laughs> all the, all I of a sudden, no you got super strict. I, I don't. I don't. I don't either. It's. I'll be honest with you. After Joker, I don't want to see Jared Leto and shit. Like, he's just annoyed me so much just from that whole fucking, like, process and everything that was going on that I'm just like, I just think he's a fucking joke now to me. Like, Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Nah, it's just after everything he went through and all the shit he was doing, I'm just like, oh, God, fuck this dude. Everything he went through? What do you mean? Like, no, I mean, like, no, no, I mean, given it, like, everything he did, given, like, sending used condoms or whatever to people or, and then throwing, like, the. He was, he was sending used condoms to I, people? I, I believe it. Or was it dead rats? I don't remember what the fuck it was. He was sitting, he was doing shit like that. What? I don't know if it was actually used. Uh, but like, and then like having one of his henchmen show up and dump the pig's body on the table or, or, or whatever during the filming of that movie. Yeah. Oh, you mean during like Suicide Squad? Yes. Oh, I don't, I never heard any of this oh, stuff. Oh yeah. That's why I said he's a fucking jackass. Oh. Yeah. People like, like people who were in that movie are like, eh, I don't really want to work with him ever again. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, like, I never heard any of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And that's why I'm just Was he kinda, like trying to do that to like get into the Joker character? He was method acting. Because oh, that's no. what he does. Everybody in their method acting. And he's fucking Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder is what he was in that oh, movie. Oh yeah. He was uh, the dude was, playing the dude, disguised as, as, as a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. All right. What do you want to move on to? I don't care. Hey, let's talk about Oakland. All right. So Oakland's a tiny little neighborhood in Topeka. <laughs> if I haven't brought this up before, I'm um, sure people know. I'm sure I have. It's where I'm from. And uh, city of Oakland. <laughs> they used to have a neighbor, uh, a neighborhood poppin'. grocery store called Mike's IGA, and that thing was there for like 
50, 60 years. I don't People know. People loyal to Mike's IGA. Oh, my God, were they? Side note, funny story. Steve's father-in-law worked as a cashier there and once fought off a robber with a bat. It's all, on, it's all on camera. You never saw that footage? No. No, some guy came in there, and the guy, you could, I don't know, I don't think he had anything. Maybe he had, like, a knife. He didn't even have a gun. I think he acted like he had a gun. And and he was, like, trying to get something from the register, and you see you see a, uh, Steve's wife, Emily, her, her her dad worked there, and you see uh oh what the I can't remember his name now I don't know why I can't remember his name Ed and Ed was behind the counter and you can see Ed looking at him weird and kind of shaking his hands I'm like what are you talking about what do you mean and then all of a sudden Ed just grabs a bat and just starts swinging it at the dude and the dude and the dude's like you can tell the dude's like give me what you got Ed's like get the fuck out of here and then <laughs> try to beat him and the dude runs off it's pretty amazing I really would, I, see me I'm the type of guy I wouldn't care I'd just be like here you go see you later get really? out of here. Really? Yeah. I thought he would be like that, too. I'm like, I'll just take it. Yeah, it's not... It's Wearing not, shirt. It's like Heat. Remember Robert, Robert De Niro gets on the bank, and he's like, we're not stealing your money. We're stealing the government's money. Your money is federally insured. Um. So, Mike's IGA ended up closing, and everybody in the neighborhood went apeshit when it closed. Like, oh my god, what are we going to do? Staple e- of Oakland. Even though nobody was actually shopping at the motherfucker, oh. and that's why it closed. It's like one of those things when, like, when, like, your kid is like never plays with a toy, and then another kid picks up that toy, and their kid, hey, that's mine, that's my toy. So everybody flips up. Well, then some people buy it, and they're going to turn it to a Dollar General. Oh my God! You'd have thought Saddam Hussein came back to life and moved into the neighborhood. It was ridiculous. People were like going ape shit over it, saying, "Oh my God, there goes the neighborhood. We're going to have robberies." You know, the neighborhood that's already got people after, getting shot left and right. After, right after, that's uh, what you say that right after I tell the story about yeah. how it was, try, it was robbed when it was trying to get robbed when it was a Mike's idea. So I got on the Oakland group and I posted on it. I was like, you know, Mike's AGA closed. Get over it. You act like this store is going to cause crime to grow up, uh, to go up. And it has nothing to do with the fact that crime is already going I, I like, up in I the like how right when they, they act like right when that bright yellow Dollar General sign turns on, all of a sudden dudes or dudes on every block are just putting on their ski mask. Yeah. They're just rolling no, down their ski Somebody mask. actually posted, when does it open? No, and then somebody right below it posted, well, it's like, well, when it opens, here come the robberies. And I'm like, wait a minute. you j-, Like when that posted, I'm like, wait a minute. Now the robberies are coming? Not the fact that somebody less than 12 hours before you posted this was shot to death two blocks from where that Dollar General's going in, and that gas station around the corner, the quick shop, gets robbed all the time, and all the other people stealing from the neighborhood and all the scammers going through it. The, the neighborhood's becoming a pile of shit, but Dollar General coming in there is going to just destroy you know, it all. What's crazy is there's a Dollar General by my house, like no more than a block away. and me, it gets, me too? And it gets robbed. All the time. Not me too. Well, you well you're in the country, so I mean, you Thank know, God. I'm I'm like inner city south, you know, south Topeka or whatever, and it gets robbed all the time. But what I always think is funny, and every time I fucking see the local news, and I'm like, it got robbed, and I'm like, really? Because every time I go in there, there is nobody at the counter. <laughs> I have to go and just if I have to grab some toilet paper real fast, or like a two liter of Pepsi or something. I'm like walking down each aisle, being like, hey, where's the cashier? <laughs> <laughs> but yet it gets, but somehow the cashier's always there when it gets robbed Uh, that's the thing like everybody's like blowing up about it and you know i i went on there and i posted my thing trying to troll like saying like get over it mike's is closing trying to get people to mike's is closing get over it the dollar general is going to be good for you it'll help out the neighborhood 
And I thought everybody was going to be mad. But no. Lo and behold, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah people need to get over it. They need to, they need to realize this Dollar General's going to oh, be great. Oh, troll, your troll effect. Backfired. Backfired. Yeah, backfired. That's been happening to you a lot It lately. just blows me away how people like the older people were just like, this neighborhood's going to go to shit now because of a Dollar General. And now, cut to the, like, today, I believe it opened, finally. When as we're recording this today or yesterday? Oh, it's open now. Yeah. Oh. And, and first day, grand hit, opening, hit and run in the parking lot. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I just saw before we started recording. Well, I, I was talking. People in that, I was like, talking to our buddy Steve about it, and uh, you know, and Steve used to live in Oakland for a while, and Steve was like for it too, and I was like, I was like, but the other thing is like. Mike's IGA could only provide so much. Sure, it provided groceries. Well, Dollar General does too, but you know, at least you're not getting a bunch of gray meat and some questionable vegetables. <laughs> yeah, what you were at that store. Yeah, at, at expired Mike's IGA, shit. Yeah, yes. expired stuff. But also, if if like you know, that's a good place to have there too. If like you know, you've got kids in school that need you know paper or projects yes. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh crap, my kid needs a notebook or my kid needs some. You know what I mean? Needs some. My you know, mom. Has it like I told my mom because she was some quite, Elmers. She was asking me about it because I have one around the corner. She's yeah. like, "Does it really benefit having it there?" I said, "Mom, I said you'd be in the same boat I am. You got to drive from your house all the way to it's fucking pre- Walmart. It, it's pretty much yeah to get whatever you want." Yeah. I was like, "I don't have to do that because it's right there. I can." Oh shit, we're out of diapers. Well, they got diapers. I'm, yeah. I'm out of shampoo. They got shampoo. Yeah. Now you don't want to do your entire grocery shopping there. Sure, sure. But Jesus Christ, man, like, they got what you need because that that's the what I do around. Uh, around the corner from mine. I mean, yeah. it's not too far from Walmart, but it's a less packed and I can go in there and just grab something I need real fast and like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you've been there before, you're, you know, you're pooping at home and, you know, you know you're on your last roll and you're like, I better go get some, you know what I mean? I go and grab a thing of toilet paper, I'm out the door, I'm back home in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah I just, uh, I'm just blown away by the anger and rage that people had over it. It just yeah. cracks me up. Uh, speaking of trolling, I tried to troll some people today on Facebook and it didn't work and it kind of yeah. pissed me off. You're in my territory. So, now. so it's always backfiring yeah. on you. Well, it didn't even happen. Okay, so <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> as you know, the Chiefs, as people know, the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, and as with any team, by the time you hear this, you'll know who won. Yeah, and with any team, God, hope of Kansas, or I'm I'm assuming this happens everywhere, but like I know here, everybody suddenly shows up with their bootleg shirts and all their stuff and pops up their little tents everywhere. Well, uh, so somebody all over town has been popping up with tents and all this shit and having all their bootleg shirts that are overpriced. And I saw on a Facebook page somebody posted, "Hey, don't shop there because they're doing this illegally and you don't know what they're doing with your debit card numbers and all that stuff." Well, then it became a big, huge fight below it about how. People can do what they want with their money. This is ridiculous and blah, blah, blah. Well, then the police apparently went and started shutting down all these things because they're selling illegal shirts. And then somebody posted on there. It's like, oh, the only reason the cops showed up is because the government ain't getting their money. And I was like, what the hell does the government have to do with any of this? And like, so I posted on there, like trying to. But what's illegal about the shirts? They're not licensed. So you can't just, you, you can't just go make a chief shirt and just say, I'm going to sell this now. I can't make, I can't make a shirt that just says chiefs on it. Yeah. If it's copyrighted, probably not. But I bet that word isn't copyrighted. But mm. Kansas City Chiefs, the logo is probably oh, trademarked. Sure. Yeah. All oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's why they shut them down because they were fucking selling trademark stuff. That's and that's illegal. I, I can't believe like I've seen three or four gas stations now with with the tents outside of them, and uh, 
And they all look like they're selling the same stuff. There's a lot of pink shirts out there. They look like they're from the same people. So I don't know if it's the if it's the same people setting up or they just keep moving to different station, gas stations. I don't know. I don't know. But they I guess they ended up but, shutting down but multiple. They're, they're out there multiple in like tents. twenty degree weather. I'm yeah. like, oh fuck that, man. Well, I tried to troll this guy because he posted on there saying the government ain't getting their money. I said yeah. it has nothing to do with that. I was like, it's, I said, I, and what I said was, it's like I love how everybody likes your comment, even though the reality is it has nothing to do with the government. It's because selling unlicensed stuff is illegal. And I was so disappointed because no one, no, I threw the, I threw the bait out there, and no one. Took yeah, it. your bait wasn't that great. No, but, but I, I, okay. How I worded it to you is how I worded it to you. I was a lot more <laughs> asshole in my post. I don't remember what I wrote, but I know I was like, I wrote it to be like, you're a moron, you're stupid, I'm better than you. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like I'm just, I'm I, like, it's just blowing up in my face lately. All my trolling is just going. Like nowhere. Well, I, I, well, I think it's because people are getting hip to trolls now. You think I mean, so? Yeah, you're making it too obvious. You know <laughs> that you're trying to stir up trouble. You know I what just, I mean? I just want to start fights with people. I was hoping it, that it, it would be. Shit it did. would be like if you got on a uh, like if there was an anti-Trump like forum. And, and people were just bitching about it, and then you just put, I like them in there, and people just scroll right past But it. Oh, no, the, but that's the thing. On Twitter, they don't. Oh, no. oh, my God. You start, oh, man, I love starting fights on Twitter. I just love being an asshole on there. And and a lot of times, like with Twitter, though, since it's like my main account that I use, uh, I don't, when I start fights, I usually I, I usually am being honest. I follow you on Twitter. I never see anything you post on Twitter. You follow John Murray. You don't follow my other account, my my main account that I use. That the, the John Murray one is the one I never use. Oh well, I need to get on that. Then. And uh, like, I'll try to start fights with people on there and stuff. Like you know, years ago, I like when Doom came out on the Switch and everybody was bitching about it being on the Switch. I started a fight with a guy, understanding how amazing it'll be, and I was just a dickhead about it because I put it on. I was like, oh no, it's gonna be amazing. Doom is now gonna be portable. I can play it on my toilet. I can play it at breakfast. And I can play it at your mom's. And I don't know why, but. Motherfuckers on Twitter love that shit. And That's I, weak. That's weak too. I I I, I would have took the bait on that. Oh, they did. They that's did. That's weak. Those dudes suck for taking that. But bait. that's that's the thing. So I have fun making people mad with just like it's that like dumb shit. that's like Steve. Steve's always trying to do shit to try to get me to take the bait, and I'm just like, nah, man. And they're like, he man. And Steve will be like, man, he won't he won't respond to it. And I'm like, because I know what you're trying to do. Him and him and other buddy Therese are always trying to bait me into stuff, and they make it so obvious. And I'm just like. Nah, no comment. I, I get real asshole. Like sometimes I'll like dick with people because on Twitter you can change like you can't change your handle, but you can change your, like your username or whatever it is all the time. Yeah. So you can't change your at blah blah blah. I don't know how you have the energy for that uh, shit because I just get bored and like I'll yeah, get on there must. and like there was one dude who was on there and I can't remember what he was tweeting about, but like me and him are arguing back and forth about stuff and I just finally decided to be a dick and I put my username as at blah 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 hates black people. <laughs> and I fucking did that, and the rest of the feed became all these people who are like, you hate black people. Like, they just took oh, it. They yeah. just took it and went down the line. This guy's like, no, I don't hate black people. I was like, ah, mission accomplished. You Trolled. Wow. <laughs> you must get really fucking bored. I, I, I do. I do. I, I thought you like to play video games and stuff. I do that, too. <laughs> How the fuck do you have time? How do you have time to troll oh, play man, video games? Man. Dude, I'm telling you, all this trolling happens in like like five, ten minutes of shitting. <laughs> Oh, does it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. A lot of times that or like I play this fucking dark game. You're a on my, shit troll. Yeah, I play a dark game on my phone and I'm such an asshole because I've gotten so good at it. I've gotten so good at it. Like there's this thing where you like called Shanghai and what you do is they, they put certain parts of the board up there. And what you got to do is you got to hit the double, the single and the triple to get the whole like the Shanghai score. And I've gotten so good I can hit it on everything. 
and I'll kick somebody's ass and I'll just like, you only have like canned stuff you can say to people and like, it'll be like, you know, 250 to like six and I'll fucking post under close <laughs> just, <laughs> just to fuck with just it. to be a dickhead. And mm. I don't know. It, it, God, it brings you, enjoyment. You, it, the, the, the sadness that like, that I realize people are like, oh, I feel bad for that guy. He just has nothing in his life, apparently. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, you have a lot going on. You have a lot of fucking kids and a lot of shit going on. I don't know. How, I, that would be the last thing I would ever do is wanting to get in fucking internet fights. I just people. love being a dickhead online. It's you fun. do. I think a lot of people, too many people fall for your guys' bullshit. No, the they thing. do. They do. But I know that. I, I, I guess I'm the other way. I, I, nothing offends me, or I can just, I can always, I'm, I'm the, I'm the type of guy I can always tell when someone's trying to do things to piss people off, and I'm just like, Ugh. but that's the thing. I don't feel bad for these people that are arguing with me about the shit. <laughs> I don't feel bad about it because I realize what you're saying is like you realize you're smart enough to look at what I'm saying is like he's just being an asshole. Uh, like, you ah. do it all the time on Facebook. Oh, he's just saying shit to be an asshole. Oh, it's fucking but so then pe- obvious. But then people will sit there and argue with me, and I'm just like, well, you're fucking stupid. So you know what? You deserve this. It's it's like when, it's like when you were on Facebook. You know, a while back, and you were you were arguing about Trump stuff, and you were clearly, you were clearly like, not necessarily doing Trump supporter stuff to be like I actually support Trump, but doing it just to troll people or just to get shit started, and people were just taking the bait. I mean, it was like it was like you were a fisherman and catching lunkers <laughs> all day. You uh, you I, mean? might, like, I think you're you were t- catching like fifteen pounders like every time you cast one of the, out. Yeah, because one of the best like, ones. I was like, wait, how can you not tell this dude is just doing it to fucking be stupid? You know, you like know? I was arguing with our friend Jason, and I just started spouting off ridiculous random facts about him. I was oh. like, ah, oh, fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 the, and those guys are like, you got to understand that he is dividing America. And I'm like, you guys are talking to a dude. This guy is not even soaking in what you're saying. The only thing he's soaking in is the fact that you are arguing with him, and that's what he wants. Yeah, I'm a- fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I love about it. It's like it's fucking. It's all in good fun. I don't ever get. And I always like it too because I know you, and so people will come to me and be like, "What is the shit Murray saying?" And I'm like. Man, don't listen to that fool, man. That that dude doesn't care. But the thing is, I like I like to troll and do stuff, but I I but I never get like I don't I don't get into the level like some trolls where they're like you know well they'll post like fuck your mom and you know yeah, and you're yeah, an I, and you're I, an N word and I, all that I, stuff. I hate when that, people get that, too personal. I, I, I don't do that. Those shit. are people who don't have any good comebacks. They that's when they get too mad and they you have mean, to like, be personal. I got into a fight with somebody online and it became that where it became like you can't get chicks and all this other stuff and it, I was like okay what I don't understand. Yeah, what that I, I just yeah that that kind of stuff. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't agree with that either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you don't have to get personal about stuff. That's where it gets ridiculous. Oh yeah, I, it, it, dude. It, honestly, it all started from one fight that I got. In. It wasn't even a fight. It was one argument that I just decided to like interject my opinion into. Where when um, God, what was the what was the NWA movie called? I'm going blank. Straight out of Compton. Yeah, and uh, it came out, and people were posting on uh, one of the Topeka pages about how like they got searched when they went into it. And it's ridiculous and bullshit. So I decided to insert myself into it and pretend I'm <laughs> and pretend I'm uber minority guy, and uh, like because I was arguing with a white girl and I thought this is so stupid. You're you're, yeah. you're this is this is so dumb what you're arguing right here. So I decided to be an asshole and get into it and like she took the bait and then it started a fight between her and like so many other people. I was literally posting like the meme of Michael Jackson saying I just came here to eat popcorn and enjoy the you know yeah, the comments. Yeah, yeah. I kept doing that shit and like people just kept arguing with me and I was just like God you're so stupid yeah people yeah people i don't know that that there was a day that when me and my wife lived at her old house 
And she didn't know what I was doing. And I was sitting at her table, her coffee table, <laughs> cracking up. I was like laughing out loud at the stuff people were posting. She goes, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just trolling. I don't know. I, I, I To me, it just seems fucking exhausting. <laughs> it was so, I, I, it's I so fun. I can't do it, man. It's so fun when people get it. mad. I can't do it. I, that kind of stuff, honestly, it, it, it gets so far. I mean, it gets so crazy that I'm just, I, I just lose faith in humanity. I'm like, I'm like, what is wrong with people? Why, why can't they just... Why can't they just realize that someone's fucking with them and they're just going so yeah. far to get their point across and it'll be for like two likes. And I guarantee you these motherfuckers are on their computer and as soon as they get like a couple of likes on some poignant thing they said, they're like, now I can sleep at night. Now I'm satisfied. Like, no, well, that's the thing. What, what, why is it? That, why do they feel the need to like, why do they feel the need to argue with me and like prove them? Because it's like. It never dawns on them that, like, let's say that I'm not a troll and I genuinely believe all the horseshit I'm saying to them. Mm. Why does it never dawn on them that what they have to say is never going to matter? Yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing too. Is it's it, you're, everybody on everybody on social media who is who is always having arguments. Everybody's talking to a brick wall. You never ever see any any comment section get resolved by saying, "You know what? You've got a good point." And the guy's like, "You know what? I see your point too. Let's shake hands and leave this Facebook." The chat. only time, <laughs> the only time I will continue to argue and have a conversation with somebody is if it's genuinely like, gen, excuse me, gen, generally when it's somebody I know, like our friend Jason. I've had arguments and conversations with him on there, and I'm literally like, I'm not like I might say stuff to be kind of asshole, you know, but it's just to fuck with him or do whatever. But at the same time. I'm not going to be a dickhead and disrespect him or disrespect his opinion or that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, 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 it's different there. But when I don't know you, oh, I'm, I'm going to be fake asshole. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. But you, you also like to throw a lot of – you've got, you got a lot of stuff chambered that's like for, for people like him who are super liberals. you got a lot of facts chambered to be like, I can counter you with any, anything. And that's what I did with that one argument we yeah. had on there. But then somebody else interjected their opinion into it. I was like, okay, right. you're the Republican I don't like. Get out of here. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, you make you make us look stupid. Let's do a one eighty, baby. Yeah. Look about Judge Dredd. Uh, I don't know what you got to say about oh, it, but I'm I got excited a lot to of hear opinions it. about Judge Dredd. I haven't Dredd. seen it in years. I, I I I was going through my HBO Go, and I was like, man, I want to watch something I haven't seen in a long time. And you picked Judge Dredd? There's a lot of stuff. I I actually got out my notepad and was like going through the movies on my phone before I put it on my TV, and I was like, I was writing about like Big Trouble in Little China, the town. I had Judge Dredd. I had a whole bunch of stuff. No, but you're you're you were, okay. What I'm confused by is that why is Judge Dredd on your like? I ain't seen it in a long time. and want to see again because I wanted I wanted to watch something ridiculous. Uh, and honestly, I, and I wanted to watch it and talk about it on this show because I like ridiculous movies and I love picking them apart. It's probably my favorite pastime. It is fun. And 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 so that's why I wanted to talk about it with you and just about. How ambitious this movie was! And oh, how, them motherfuckers thought they were making Blade Runner. Is when I when I yeah, saw it, and, and and how shitty it is. Yeah, and hot take: the best actor in that movie was Armand Desante. That's my hot take. Oh, Armand Desante <laughs> fucking crushes that he, home. He, he oh, chews it up. Man. Watch it again. Oh, t- chewing it up. He's he chews it up like Pacino chews it up as Hoffa and the Irishman. Yeah, no, he I agree. Fucking chews. He, he is going for it, and it's so good. He reminds Sylvester Stallone. Fucking sucks in that movie. I don't even like Stallone. I wanted Armand Desante to win that movie. Like I wanted him <laughs> to throw. I wanted him to throw Stallone off the building at the end. That's how much. That's how much I wanted that to happen. Um, it 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 reminds me. It, it, what it reminds me of, like his performance in that movie, 
like where it's almost like one of those moments where you realize, like, does he realize he's in a shit fest? Does he realize what movie he's Stallone? in? Stallone? Yeah. No, 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 no. Armand Nisanti. Like, does he, does he, does he realize that he's in this garbage I, movie? I think he might have, and that's why he started going for because, it. Because, like, it's one of those things, like, where, like, when you go back and watch, like, Masters of the Universe and, uh, uh, what's his name? Was it Frank Langella? Is that? that he's Skeletor. Like, did he realize he was in the most horrible movie ever? Because that dude... I think he did, too, and then he started going Because for that dude, like, like I'm like, this movie I might would, suck, I, but he should get an Oscar for that I fucking performance. I never, for, for, until I was in my mid to late 20s, knew that was Frank Langella. I never, I never knew that. There's a fucking, like, one of the scenes in that fucking movie, like, they talk, like, when they did How Did This Get Made about that, they even point out, like, there's a monologue that he has in, in that movie, and... That dude like fucking nails it like like you'd have thought he was like I'm trying to win an award for this shit even though this is shit <laughs> you know you it's like Jesus for the Razzies out there yeah. <laughs> no he wouldn't have got one because he was just it was like he was so good That's and the Razzies so the Razzies like man we wanted to give it to you but. You kind of crushed it, Frank. Yeah, it's like, what do you? But, and, and he's that's like, what I'm so, saying. so no award, not even a Razzie for my skeleton. Like, what do they do? What do you like? I mean, I guess maybe he was just like, well, this movie sucks. Might as well give it my all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think some of those guys do that. Stallone in that movie is oh, so over the top about everything he does, and also there's a scene in there. The majority of the movie, as when he's dressed as Judge Dredd, he's wearing like leggings, like 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 chicks wear now. And I swear to From God, Lululemon. when he when he <laughs> stood next to um oh what's her name in it uh she used to be married to fucking Josh Brolin uh Diane uh, Diane Lane that's who's in it right fuck I don't remember oh shit yeah I think it's Diane Lane he's standing next to her their legs are the same size he's all like fucking like top heavy and like mm-hmm. with his pant when like it shows them walking together <laughs> like, their legs are the same size and I'm like Stallone dude you gotta do some squats or something man I mean you're you're wearing leggings right next to a woman in leggings and your legs are the same dude I saw that movie in the theater with my brother what in that movie when I walked out of it my brother's like it was pretty good and I'm like what what the fuck are you talking about? No. That movie was a pile of shit. Yeah, it was Diane Lane. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it, 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 it's, 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 watch it again. It's like a glorious pile of shit. There's so much fucking stupid shit in there. Uh, Rob Schneider, really going for it. I mean, really going for it. In fact, I would say he's second to Armand DeSante in it. <laughs> I, I, I would say that. I mean, I think Syl- Sylvester Stallone is like the worst part of that movie. Surprising! It was his vehicle. <laughs> That's why he sucks every time he wants to take something over. He didn't care. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know, but yeah, you should watch it again, man. The thing that always sticks out from that movie, and I guess like this, this comes from the comic book, was like little mini mini things that went on in the movie, like the trash can walking around, the I'm walking around, uh, rolling around, going eat recycled food. I guess that's like a joke from the like comic books and stuff that like they'd have like little shit like that in the background of the comics. But I'm, like, like you ever sit down and think about like, wait, 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 what is recycled food? <laughs> it's like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That. Yeah, that you just throw it in there and it gets reprocessed. Yeah, old and, food or is it shit? And you eat and you, and you eat it again? Yeah, like, yeah. does it come out in blocks and you eat it again? Or you know. throw your chicken bones in there and they make a sandwich out <laughs> yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you like you, you when you throw your Chinese noodles in there and then it just comes in like a square next time you get it? I don't. It's ramen. Don't yeah. It comes back as ramen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't. Like, dude, I just remember like hating the movie when I saw it the first time. It was just like, yeah. I, I think I, as an ironic watch, 
it's worthwhile. When you're watching it, ironically, like, I got to see how shitty this movie really is. Yeah, but the thing is, when it it's, came it's, out... It's actually a lot of when fun. I, when it came out, it was like, you know, you went to see it because it's like, fuck yeah, it's Stallone in a fucking movie that might be awesome. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't hold up. It, it holds up as far as, like, you got to watch this shit. It's so fucking stupid. But, yeah. But I kind of stand by it though, as far as that go- as far as that's concerned. I'm, but I'm all, I'm all in on Armand Asante in that movie. You need to watch it again. <laughs> I will. Armand Asante is at a fucking ten in that movie. I will. I'll watch it specifically to come back on this show to tell you I watched oh, it. And yeah, tell he, you how I he feel is about going it. for it every single scene. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Anyway, that's all I had to say about Judge Dredd. Sorry, it wasn't mm. that it wasn't that interesting, but I. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, it. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. All right, what are we talking about now? You got anything else in your notes? Or you uh, well, I've got, the, well, I've got lots of stuff in my notes. Um, like, we can talk about the fact that Disneyland. Oh, gonna, the, the animatronic Spider-Man. Yeah, that's gonna Disneyland is going to have, they're going to have, like, an Avengers area or, or a Marvel area or some shit. Like, you know, like they do Star Wars. And apparently, they're going to have an animatronic Spider-Man fly through the air and like fly across the like over the tops of people and all that stuff and they show demos like so they, is it gonna be like on cables okay see this is where i'm confused the video that they have out right now it shows a cable like pull it like the, the catapult it into the air and then it's animatronic so it does it, it's a, like obviously they have it weighted certain ways so when it moves it does like the acrobatics that Spider-Man does in the air, but it's not connected to any connected to anything, and it's landing on a trapeze like type, uh, you know, little what do you call it, a uh, um, trampoline, trampoline type thing, like the catch it or whatever a net. And, what the fuck? And and I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, this has to, it's all prototype right now, but I'm sitting oh. there thinking like. They have to have this wired up to something. Yeah, so that sounds dangerous. So if, it, so if it fucks up, there aren't like kids like, oh man, Disneyland's amazing, then getting crushed by Spider Man. Like, some kids are there eating his Happy Meal and the McDonald's inside Disneyland. All of a sudden, Spider Man <laughs> <laughs> right through the window. <laughs> yeah, fucking crushes his dad, yeah. ruins his life, hates Disney. He's like, Dad, can I get some ketchup? And then Spider Man crushes through and all this blood splashes on his burger. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, every time you say stuff like that, I'm like, well, there's a fucking like. Let me punch my ticket to hell. <laughs> oh, I don't. It's, it's a hypothetical dad. There's I no, know, but there's it's no just, real dad. No, but it's just like it's just like guaranteed. Like, oh, this guy's the guaranteed. Nah, I, I disagree. When we get to the pearly gates, I, I feel like Jesus is gonna be like, look, you didn't necessarily believe in me. That's fair. It's not like I ever showed up on a piece of toast for you or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know. And also, some of your jokes. Kind of solid, and they were hypothetical. So come on in and get as much Coors Light as you want. <laughs> and that's all I know we're in hell because yeah. it's Coors Light. I always think about that because I think I think about this is the end, and when they all went up, when they all got to heaven at the end, and they were up there smoking joints and dancing with Backstreet Boys, and I'd be like, I feel like that's what I would be, but it would be like it would be like Huey, it would be like a bunch of Huey Lewis and me just down on Coors Lights for eternity. Oh, that would that would be great. It would be, yeah, that would be great. And then Jesus surprised me with some Phil Collins. Mm, yeah, take, I, I can hand, I like, take me home. I, I like I, I like your heaven. I, I want to go there. Everybody does. <laughs> I'm selling tickets right now. Well, that, was, that's what'll get me to hell. <laughs> it's like 
you were good until you sold those unauthorized yeah, tickets. Yeah. Your unlicensed those tickets. Those weren't heaven's <laughs> heaven licensed tickets you sold. <laughs> that, st- that stand you had outside the gas station next to those Chiefs t-shirts. Tickets to heaven. <laughs> those were unlicensed <laughs> tickets to heaven. They're like so, little fucking clouds. And, that and, you and, just and then the devil's like, but guess what was a license? <laughs> Your ticket to hell, punt. <laughs> yeah. The devil wouldn't like me, though. So the devil always... The devil... Once, see, that's what I always hate. We talked about this before, way back on the podcast. But everybody's always like Fred Phelps and Jeffrey Dahmer and all these people. They're gonna burn in hell. And I'm always like, no, those dudes get the corner office. Like, like, uh, like someone who doesn't want to be in hell is gonna burn in hell. The devil is recruiting evil dudes. <laughs> yeah. The devil wants those dudes to be like, hey, you thought you were gonna burn? No, I am. No, 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 no. You're already promoted to vice president yeah. of evil things. You've got a hell of a resume. See this quarter up? Look, look. See all those burning souls out on the horizon? Oh, I do. This is your office now. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. You're in charge of evil things. <laughs> like, what? Like, every, like... Yeah, no, yeah, like, no. It's like, yeah, you know, you're gonna burn in hell. You're gonna be punished. But I'm like, no, I think the devil's always thinking about, like, new evil shit to, like, unleash upon, unleash if, if, upon if, the if, earth. If, yeah, if, if, and what better way to do it than to hire if, evil if people. there's always like the devil versus God like why is the devil just taking all of God's rejects you know and just making them burn like why wouldn't the devil be like oh I'll take that evil motherfucker that'll help me fight you later you they, they, yeah, yeah you oh, Hitler marketing yeah. right yeah, now yeah. Marketing. Hitler, Hitler. Hitler's in marketing <laughs> we got that we got John Wayne Gacy he's vice president pretty evil guy yeah. you know I don't know also I think the devil's just like look I got a bad rap. You come down here, you're going to party. You're going to love it. Oh, yeah, that. He's down there mad. Like, he's fucking torturing everybody because it's like, ah, oh, I keep getting all these fucking losers. Yeah, it's, get out. That's what he's poking everybody. Get out of here, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you never know. He might want to hang out with the guys who aren't like, you know, they aren't that bad, but they weren't good enough to get in heaven. You're like, devil, who got away? Gandhi. I really wanted Gandhi. <laughs> he just slipped right through my devil fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the noise it makes, too. Right between the devil's ears. <laughs> All right. What do you want? I was like, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Hey, let me let me let me let me pull up the article, like the little paragraph that I have here about. All right, hold on. Let's stop. Let's take a real quick break. Okay. And we'll get right back into uh, that. Well, I'm afraid to take a break because I have to pause over here, and I'm worried that if tinkering happens, it might fuck up the whole show. Well, I'm gonna pee my pants if we don't pause. Well, I am too. But all right, we'll take a break. <laughs> all right, we're back. You didn't notice. Prop. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. How many, you know, not to not to uh, go back to what we were talking about, but I was I was thinking, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about the devil. We were talking about the devil. <laughs> but I think about, I wonder if there was a lot of guys that like we were talking about making that joke about Gandhi slipping through his fingers. I wonder how many like the guys slipped through the devil's fingers. Like he's like, oh, that guys are like guys are in heaven. It's like that guys are douchebag. Well, that's why I got to wonder. You say that, and it's like we're like it's definitely questionable. Like somebody like Martin Luther King, you like most oh, people. Oh yeah. Most people are like he'd go to heaven. Most people are like he'd go to heaven, but then it came out later on that he was like a you know an adulterer and a piece of crap like behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's like, well, where did he go? I, but I, I but I don't think that's I don't think that's I don't think that's justified for hell. You know I think uh, can't think of anybody at the top of my head that. Well, that's why I got to wonder. But that's the thing, you know, me growing up with, in a Catholic school, I and going all that stuff. I got Catholic guilt, man, and everything makes you go to hell. You can't even that's, think yeah. about coveting somebody as they put yeah. it. Covering your your neighbor's wife yeah. without being like you sinned, 
So I had to go to confession every week and be like, well, I thought about, you know, touching my wiener and thinking about somebody else's woman or whatever, you know, what? Like, that's going to put me in hell. I'm like, I'm going to get go to hell for thinking about stealing some shit. It's like, Jesus isn't going to come to me and say, hey, man, good job not stealing that shit, even though you were thinking about it real hard. Well, like, it'd be like the devil. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Why the fuck is FDR up there? He dropped a fucking bomb on Japan. You know, it's like, yeah. he ruined a lot of lives in Japan. But, but Joey, now he's up there in heaven popping wheelies with his polio ass. You ever think that, bring him down here. <laughs> you ever think the devil's mad because, like, the Catholics and, like, what, and the Christians just keep coming up with more bullshit reasons to go to hell? Like, he's down there, like, saying, like, used to be we just got a couple hundred guys a year. Now it's thousands because they keep coming up with bullshit every day that's a sin. <laughs> everything's a sin. It used to be that nothing was a sin. Now everything's a sin. And we're overloaded we're understaffed and overloaded the devil is crazy man he's, he's making calls he's like hey god damn it catholicism he's like i'm overcrowded down here what are you about to start sending guys back i i feel like he got like when when god like in the i don't know if it's in the bible where it is but it's basically like and i'm gonna fuck up the wording i know i am but That's, it's basically now, when now god says hell. whatever is held true on earth i'll hold true in heaven when he said that, you know, the devil was like, oh, God, the floodgates are opening now. Because basically, it's like anything the church says is a sin is a sin. Mm. And so that's when, you know, people just started like flowing in. Yeah. And that's why I'm just, he's got to be a little bit bitter that it's like, oh, this asshole. He don't yeah. want, like, he's down there like, God's a lazy son of a bitch. He don't want to do nothing. <laughs> so, so like, hell, you know, like, up here we have the national deficit. When you drive by the giant billboard, it's, like, constantly clicking. It's like that on the highway in hell. Every time by, it's like souls. It's just, like, trillion into clicking up. And the devil sees up at his podium every day, and he's like, well, we got to stop. We got to stop Catholicism. It's overcrowding our streets. We've got homeless demons down here. <laughs> I feel like the devil might be so fed up with that he's down there, and he's, like, pro non sinning you know he's like no, we don't we're have here. the housing for all these souls you know <laughs> he's all like he's all about being good now yeah yeah he's <laughs> Anyways, trying to, it's, it's going to do speaking away, of uh, people who are going to hell let's talk about harvey weinstein here because i would like to point out like i'm not making light of what harvey weinstein did the no, dude's a, clearly no. a monster mm. however testimony has came out about the man's genitals and i feel like this is it's like what the fuck happened to this dude's dick who who is who is the witness that described his genitals? I don't know. I didn't I didn't capture that part of it. I didn't care. It was an it was an actress. There was or two. There was, actress. there was two. Well, I know Annabella Scurry or Scurry. I yeah, I don't know her last name. She was on The Sopranos. She was a whole bunch of stuff in like I, the yeah. I know early that early nineties. This is like this is not her. And Rosie Perez was on the stand also, and not her here either. I believe. But there was another woman that was on the stand. I heard today, and and she was. She quoted Harvey Weinstein as saying, how do you think Salma Hayek and Charlize Theron got to where they are today? And I was wow. like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. What a douchebag. And then also, like, I'm sorry, but I, you know, it kind of makes me think less of them because it's like, that's what you did to get your fucking career. I mean, like, you never know. Uh, I mean, if I guess you got to do what you got to do. But anyways, this person, it was Mann. Her last name's Mann, whoever it is. Leslie Mann? No, I don't think it's Leslie Mann. Mm. Testified that Weinstein would say things like, do you like my big fat Jewish dick to her? And one time peed on her. She also said the first time she saw Weinstein fully naked, she said he thought he was, I mean, she thought he was deformed because he had extreme scarring and did not have any testicles. And when she said this in court, Weinstein 
put his head in his hands and started shaking his head, which to me suggests that she's telling the truth. And he was just like, I'm fucked. But what happened to that dude's well, what, dick? Well, first of all, what are they going to do? Are they going to put a picture of his genitalia on a, on a, on a, you know, on the board and let the whole jury see it to but, confirm. But but the thing is, you know what? I I like I don't know if they should do that. But like I like to point out, when Michael Jackson got accused of stuff, they did come in and take pictures of his shit to verify that whatever the people who were saying, yeah, did. And it's I like don't, if I don't she, know. But my you thought is, you don't think he was shaking his head to be like, Jesus Christ, what the hell is going but on? But the thing is, if she's right, and, and and like they decide, like you know, I I mean, to me. I, like I thought about like when this happened, it's like what are they gonna have him do? Go up on the stand and pull his pants down and be like, "This is what my dick looks like." Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I just wondered, like you know, like to have that kind of information about somebody and testify about it in court. I have to wonder, like, eh, probably telling the truth because it's a, it's a that's because that's an easily provable lie. If otherwise, because I can tell you right now, if I didn't rape somebody and they told me this is what my dick looked like, I'll get up in court and just pull down my pants and be like, "There's a lot of people. Nope. There's a lot of people saying that he might get off though." Really? Oh yeah, there's a lot of people saying that it's like because uh because people are always um people are always reporting the the, the testimony but never the cross examination. And apparently, from from stuff I've heard, the cross examination of these witnesses, they're getting destroyed by heart, like Weinstein's defense. Like they're poking holes and everything, and and you know, and they're they're saying things outlandish like this, like the whole like deformed penis thing. Not, I didn't hear it about. I'm not. I'm not thinking about that specifically, but anything that somebody's saying up there, it's more of like like a personal attack against him. Because they feel wrong instead of like saying exactly what had happened, you know what I mean? Like maybe they're glorifying the situation to make him look, make him look bad instead of them being credible. You know yeah. what I mean? Like being insulting yeah, instead but, of telling the truth. But you never know what's going to happen because yeah. like it, with a jury, you know, the, the, they could be taking it from the point of view of like you know whether smoke there's fire. Well, well I, and that's true too. But what I don't understand though is how he went. Like he, he's doing some stuff though too. Like he went from a guy who, uh, before this all happened, this has only been a a year or two since all this stuff came out. He went from a guy that was walking the red carpet just fine. All of a sudden, he's in a walker every time he goes in the courtroom. He's in a walker, looking like a frail old man. I'm like, what the? He f- was he was supposedly in some accident, and they were no, saying that's what that's from. But no, but, I don't believe that but, shit. But when that happened, I read an article talking about it, and they talked to a prosecutor from like you know like New York or whatever. And uh, and he brought he and he made a good point. He said like because there was all these other attorneys saying I've never seen that work in court. And this prosecutor from New York said that I did a case where I was prosecuting a guy, and he came in every day with a walker and acted like he was ill and all that stuff, and it worked. The jury felt sorry for him and acquitted him. And when they found him not guilty, he got up, pushed the walker out from in front of him, and then walked out of the courtroom and left the walker there. Ah. Uh. And, it, and his whole thing was, he goes, it works. It, it, it genuinely works. That's some law and order shit. Right but that there, shit was, man. like, to me, that shit's amazing. I'm like, I, I would, like, I would have to laugh if I saw that happen. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe that shit. Really Duped. Was. Duped. It, yeah. it just reminds me of, like, all the mafia movies where the all the mafia guys always show up, like, with, like, gas. Like, with fucking, like, oxygen, oh, oxygen tanks and t- stuff. Like Junior. Oh, I can't remember my name. I can't even remember yesterday, let alone what I did 20 years ago. They had to have their own nurses in casino. And, and, and then they're found, found not guilty, and all of a sudden they're running the family again. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're sharp as a tack, man. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, here's – before we get into Bad Boys review, Lethal I Weapon. want to talk about Lethal Weapon because Lethal Weapon – 
in a weird way, segues into our Bad Boys review because, because – buddy, buddy cop movies. Because, buddy cop movies. But – so you text me first. You were the first one that broke the news to me about Lethal Weapon 5 happening because Bad Boys for Life was such a, such a success – and then they greenlit Bad Boys 4 already, so everybody's like, we're bringing buddy cop movies back. We're doing Lethal Weapon 5. At first, I was like, oh, shit, that's amazing. Then I started to think about it, and I talked to – I went and saw Bad Boys for Life with our buddy Travis, and me and Travis talked about it. And I was like, you know what? One of my biggest problems with Lethal, with the first Lethal Weapon was is that Danny Glover's character turned 50 – in that movie, there was a big deal. He was turning fifty. In oh that yeah, movie. how old are they going to be? In and this I movie? was always like, God, he's fifty in this in this movie. This is nineteen eighty seven or eighty eight. So now that would make him eighty years old <laughs> in this movie. Just <laughs> make him over eighty years old. What can he do? Mm-hmm. He was already doing too much as, at fifty. People were are, people were actually are, under the Joe Blow article on Facebook. People were actually bringing up what you just said there about how old they are and how close they were to the retirement. Which they, and they came up with their own theories of like these guys could be retired and be brought in as consultants or be brought in for whatever or could be like. And, you know, they had – some of them, you know, ridiculous or whatever, but some were good ideas where, like, you could take something from the previous history of the films and say somebody's coming back to avenge – you know, like a like a Die Hard 3 type yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they have to be involved as a result of it. Who knows what the hell they're going to do? But the bottom line is everybody – is aware that these dudes are too old to be. Hopefully, it's like Gary Busey's son, not 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 actually Jake Busey. But, I'd but, be okay with that. But, though. but like, but like, uh, but, but, hey, Riggs, 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 Riggs. <laughs> yeah. remember, remember that guy you beat up in my front yard? Mm-hmm. I sure do, Raj. <laughs> like, remember, remember you were gonna you martial arts fight him, but but even if he beat you, I was there to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, remember, he, there's no way he could win. I sure do, Raj. <laughs> it's like you. Know, I, yeah, I don't know because like you know, they keep saying like the original cast is coming back. I'm like, well, what does that mean? I was like, D- does that mean Renee Zellweger and I mean Renee like, Russo? Renee Zellweger. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I I had I had a Renee Russo fart uh, brain fart today too because someone was trying to talk about some of the podcasts I was listening to about movies. They were actually talking about Renee Russo. But but someone was calling her Reno, and then I started and yell, and in my head I started going Janet Reno. Janet Reno was like, no, Janet Reno was like the was <laughs> yeah. like the Butch Secretary of State or whatever. She was like, yeah. what? And then I was like, no, no, Renee Russo. So I yeah, had Renee, Renee Russo. I'm I had like, a Renee Russo. That's what I'm saying. Like, earlier. what does it mean by original cast? Because it's like Joe Pesci's technically retired, and then are they going to bring back Chris Rock? I, I don't. I don't. I don't want them to bring back either one of those. I didn't like Chris Rock's butter, but he probably will. But wasn't it Butters? That was his name. Yeah. I don't want to bring. Well, they probably will bring back him because he was married to Danny Glover's yeah, yeah, daughter. Yeah, like there's so no way around him, that. But I don't. I I think I could do without an old wrinkled Joe Pesci going going. Okay, 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 okay. You know, doing doing the uh, oh, I agree. whatever Leo wants, Leo gets, and all. But I'm sure they will though. But, uh, well, I don't know about that. I might mean they have a problem with this. Did it say was Richard Donner involved in this? Richard Donner and Richard Donner's ninety. He's fucking yeah. ninety. Yeah, but but you know the thing is, if he's if he's the one doing it, it gives me hope. I'm all in if they bring back those saxophone and guitar riffs. Yeah. That every 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 time you know, like like Murtaugh gets embarrassed, and goes. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm 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 all right with that. I you know. Me and you talked about this when we were like texting and stuff, and like I understand Mel Gibson is a fucking nutbag and has said some crazy shit in his time. Uh, but it's, it's yeah, but it's, you know, 
uh, Robert Downey Jr. said it when he said it's time for him to stop, you know, to stop hugging the cactus and time for us to maybe forgive him and allow him to move on. I, he didn't kill anybody. He didn't do any of that shit. And I'll be honest, I feel like the world is missing out on shit that could be awesome he, by him not being. If, if I I had to, uh, I got a uh, free trial of Cinemax not too long ago, so I could watch some movies that were on that that were on a podcast that I listened to, just so I could watch them before they reviewed them. And uh, and Dragged Across Concrete was on there with him and Vince Vaughn. I still haven't seen that yet. It, it, I mean, it, it's all right. It's a little long, but but if if you've watched that, I can't remember the director's name, but he's he did Cell Block in '99 or whatever with Vince Vaughn, and he did the uh, Bone Tomahawk. Which, by the way, you should watch Bone Tomahawk on Prime Video. It's actually, it's actually pretty good. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it just turns into some really wild shit. But, uh, but Mel Gibson in Drive Across Concrete, he's like really good in it. And I was like, God, that's why I texted you. I was like, it's too bad he became such a racist. Yeah, because he's. I, I always liked Mel Gibson. I, I hate that he's and bla- everything he was in. Yeah, I hate that he's blackballed from stuff because it's like, I mean, I, I, I feel like the like again. I'm saying like the like. It's one of those things like where I brought up earlier in the show about like how kids are missing out on the icons and the whatever. It, it, it's like I feel like you're you, – they're missing – like I think me and you got something out of growing up in the 80s and oh, into, into the 90s yeah. that my kids will never get. They will never get the experience. They will like, never get the hat. And I Mel think- Gibson was a part of that. I mean you're, you're Mel Gibson. You're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're Stallone's. I mean fuck – even like all the fucking Kurt Russell awesomeness that came out of the fucking eighties, man. Yeah. Like when people like it cracks me up, man. When people go I Kurt think, Russell, Kurt- and I tell them, I said, like, you know what? I say, here's the thing. Like I brought up to a lady at work one day when I said that, it, like when I was talking about celebrities I'd love to meet, and I said Kurt Russell would be one I would love to meet. And she goes Kurt Russell, and I told her call your husband because like, her husband's a nerdy guy. And I think I brought this up on the show. He's a nerdy guy. And she said, would you like to meet Kurt Russell? And that dude was like, fuck yeah. And and I told her, I said, the reason Kurt Russell is having a fucking career resurgence now is because the people making movies now are the people who grew up when we grew up and watched him when he was fucking awesome. Well, like him being in the Fast movies and and people like us who, who, who appreciate the Fast movies and look forward to them, no matter how ridiculous they are, and even though it's getting to a point where we are kind of watching them ironically – but at the same time, we appreciate it because we loved all those 80s action movies that were so ridiculous. Like, we didn't even care about the plot points. Yeah. We, we would be like – even then, I think maybe we were kind of watching ironic. Like, we, we were looking at them and thinking, like, oh, this is crazy, man, right? That's wild. Like, that would never happen. I mean, come on, hey, Bennett, let out some steam. That shit well, was ridiculous. Uh, it, it, oh, it, it, to- it totally was. And yeah. also, the bad guy in Commando was not a menacing guy. He was no. like a that schlubby guy. When you look back on it, it's like, why was why was he the main bad guy? Like he wasn't even Arnold's equal at all. No. That's why Arnold threw a pipe through his chest. Actually, none of the bad guys in Commando were really. That Think about many. Total Recall. The main bad guy was was Michael Ironside. Mm, I, <laughs> that, that guy. Uh, that guy looks like anybody's dad. I still like, dude. I swear to God, like it, it like I'm, I shit you not when you brought up Total Recall, like randomly. Like, it plays through my head. See you at the party, Richter! Where he throws his fucking arms off and shit. Yeah. Because, like, I, like I, I, that shit was so amazing. The elevator so cut his amazing. arms off. So amazing. And I'm like, ah, oh, you guys. And the main bad guy in, in Total Recall was Tony Cox. 
And 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 Tony Cox is also a main bad guy in RoboCop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you had all these really weird like eighty staples that kind of ran together with each movie. You yep. know? Oh man, it was fantastic back then. It was great. But and- I, I, but that's what I'm saying. Is I think that's why we like all the Fast and Furious, and we like like Rambo: Last Blood was completely ridiculous. But we were all in because we knew it would be completely ridiculous. Yeah, you, you, per, you, you know, you're talking about that. A friend of ours, uh, Travis, uh, his, his stepson is going through his movie snob phase, which me and Travis, yeah, Travis told me about. This. Me, me and Travis admitted that we also went through a movie snob phase where, like, you know, watching movies because they're ridiculous and all that stuff. We were like, "Well, this is stupid. I can't believe this." I is never whatever. did. I did. I went through that phase. I never hopped on that. Train. And it was when I was in my teens. I'm proud of myself. It was mainly when I was in my teens, but then like I got over it real quick. And Travis went through his phase, and 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 now it, it's like as I'm older, what we were discussing is is how like. We enjoy the fact that the Fast and the Furious isn't 1917. Look, I'm, I'm you gonna, know that kind of stuff. I'm gonna tell you why that stuff happened is because there was a lot of like movies. If you think about from 1980 something to all the way to like the end of the 90s, movies were were all kind of like. I mean, they were all the movies we like were all kind of like that. There were serious movies in there, but there wasn't like good movies. There wasn't like good serious movies like we liked. Like remember when you would see like Shakespeare in Love and The Constant Gardener, oh, and these movies get and these these movies in my opinion were not very good, but other critics liked them. But then but then you started to like the Fight Clubs, the Boogie Nights, the old Paul Thomas Anderson stuff. I st- Mag- oh god, I love Paul Thomas Anderson. Movies. Magnolia, you know, all these movies started coming out that weren't traditional in the things that we liked. You know what I mean? But I always stayed on board. Like I remember when Eraser came out, and I was talking to people about Eraser, and everybody's like, "Are you fucking serious? That movie where Arnold shoots crocodiles?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm talking." When about he says movie. your luggage, yeah, that shit's yeah. amazing. And he's like, me. blows him away with like a desert eagle. I fucking yeah. love James Con in that fucking movie, man. James Con's a really good bad guy in that movie. Oh yeah, but but that was the time though where I was still liking I was still liking the good movies, but I was liking movies like that, and people were. Being like how you and Travis were, you people were shunning me. Like, no, no. And I'm like, no, these movies are still great. And it's come full circle. And I've always been on the fucking action train, man. No matter what it is, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to love it. No, no, no. I did, I did go through my I – I went through my phase where I thought shit like – it wasn't necessarily that movie. But like, I, I, like a movie that sticks out of my head, and this is where you say it comes full, full circle – is that a movie that sticks out of my head that I hated when it came out is I fucking hated Fast and the Furious when it came out. I really? Ha- I hated that movie. for. I liked it. I hated it for every reason I love it. Yeah. Now. Like, yeah. I thought it was just stupid and all. And it was like, it's just fucking people racing cars and it's dumb. It's ridiculous. It's this and that. And you I'm probably like, hated it because a lot of your peers loved it. You, you usually that go. That might have been part you, of it. You used to go against the grain pretty hard back then. I did. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that might be the case. I'm, um... I still, I mean, I, I don't know. Like as I've gotten older, like the stuff that I think is going to be stupid, I tend to be kind of right. And I don't mean like everybody oh. thinks it's stupid. I mean that to me, it's going to be stupid. Mm. Like I don't fucking look at movies right now and go, Gretel and Hansel looks really good. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not no, see I that. see that and I know immediately, stupid. Well, no, I mean you're going to pick out the stuff that you like and, you know, the stuff that you want to see and the stuff that you think is going to be good. I mean still, yeah, it's like you're not going to see every single movie and think every single movie is going to be good. But there's a lot of people out there too that are like, are you crazy? Gretel and Hansel looks amazing. 
fuck Fast Nine. Yes. And I'm oh, like, well, uh, no, like, so. I'm like, and, and, and say, I'm, I'm weird, though, too, because I'm like, well, you're wrong, but hey, teach the teacher. We well, like, like, like what you like, but. You know, talking about stuff like that is like somebody saw, like, I saw a guy I follow on Twitter where he said, oh, I saw Han lives on. To, to, uh, was was trending. He thought it meant Han Solo, <laughs> and he goes, "No, there was because they use they use the Han the Han Solo uh, yeah, graphics for yeah. it. Yeah, use the Solo graphics." And he says, "He goes, but instead I find out that it's fa- some Asian who drives cars." You know, he says, "I find out that it's Fast and the Furious trash." And the first oh, thing, and then the first thing I thought was, and you're going to tell me that Star Wars isn't just kind of trash. Here's here's what's funny is I work one one of my buddies I work I work with uh, uh, Brendan. He he's right next to me in the case, and he watches a lot of movies. But he's he's a big sci fi guy. He loves the Star Wars. He's the guy that was like when I told him I was like when I told him I said I hated the Last Jedi right when Leia was floating out in space, and all of a sudden she uh. uses the Force, and he's like, No, 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 you didn't know that. And I was like, What? And he was like. You can survive. You can survive like thirty seconds. Let me, seconds tell, you, out. Let me so tell you right he's now. He's one of those guys. Now he's a good dude. I don't. I, I, I don't care. I still want to punch those guys in the dick. He probably doesn't listen to the show, but I hope he. I mean, I, I don't want. I, I, he's a good dude, you know. But he said that not. But he knows I argued with him about it. Yeah. But he also was the same guy we were talking about uh, when Aquaman came out, and it was directed by Justin Lin, wasn't it? And I and I go, ah, maybe be all right. It's directed by Justin Lin. Was he, that? No, it was James Kwan. Or one of, but he one of those guys directed. He directed. Didn't James Kwan? He directed one of the Fast movies, yeah, right? Like five or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, uh, uh, so I told him that, and I was like, "Well, it might be all right because he directed one of the Fast and Furious movies." And he was like, "He gave me this look like those are good." And I go, "You don't like Kwan. the Fast? It's one. You don't like the Fast? <laughs> I was like, "You don't like the Fast and Furious movies?" He's like, oh, "I don't think they're any great." And I'm like, "What? Those movies are amazing!" All right, wait a minute. You know, talking about this shit. Here's something I want to get into real quick. Is that with fucking movies like the the like the social media uh, reviews of Birds of Prey came out and everybody's like it's oh wait stop Travis we when we watched Bad Boys for Life the Birds of Prey trip sorry I didn't mean to burp the Birds of Prey the Birds of Prey the Birds of Prey trailer <laughs> came on and Travis goes has has Murray complained about this to you yet and I go, and I go surprisingly no <laughs> so now here he comes. Yeah, here it, here it is. Here it Travis, comes. are you listening? <laughs> Here's my thing: is that the, the the early reviews came out for it from the social media posts and all that stuff, which I fucking hate early social media reviews because everybody sucks that movie's dick. Because the only people that get invited to those early like tr- previews and like sneak previews and stuff are people who love this shit already. So it's very misleading when people get that stuff. Yeah, but. They come out and they're like, like, like one of the reviews was saying that Birds of Prey is like John Wick with glitter, which does not make me want to see that movie at all. Mm. I think the movie looks like a pile of shit. I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment. But what I've been discussing. But you don't like women empowerment. I don't give a fuck about that stuff. <laughs> I, and, you know, the movie's good. The movie's so good. So you're agreeing with no, me? No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying I don't care either way. <laughs> and what my thing is, is like where I've learned it recently is like, because I saw like the Birds of Prey article about the stuff and i started reading the shit below it and people were talking about how the uh, like the director's cut of bvs was amazing which made me realize because first off it's not it makes it, it it brings out the issues with that movie even more it extends the scenes that suck the ass even more uh what it makes me realize is like dc fans just want their shit to be popular or they just want it like they want it to be good so bad that they're willing to accept horse shit no mm. matter what and a perfect example of that to me is that I'm sorry, but Suicide Squad was a fucking pile of shit. 
The people out here were like, oh, it was good. I loved it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, fuck you. The movie sucked. Especially the end with one, you got the hula dancing fucking villain <laughs> up there. And then <laughs> and, and, and then the fucking Mortal Kombat fight between her brother and the fucking Mexican dude. I was like, that shit was so fucking stupid those, those two descriptions are so spot on the hula dancing that's the one thing i got mad all she kept doing was waving her arms and being like bring him to me or do all this and i'm like what is this chick why is she always dancing like and and then i do agree with that mortal Kombat fight <laughs> that's exactly what it was it was so fucking stupid <laughs> I fucking- it was on TNT not too long ago, and I just happened to be watching it. I was, like, flipping through basketball and that, and I was watching it, and I was thinking that same thing with that fight. I was like, this is, like, some, like, fucking video game-looking stuff. Dude. I didn't, I didn't have Mortal Kombat, but yeah, you They right. wanted they, – they saw what they did. They saw what Nolan did with The Dark Knight, and they thought, let's continue on with this grittiness and all this stuff with the whole DC franchise. And the thing that blows my mind is the first person they think of is Zack Schneider. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yes, he did a good job with Watchmen, but how hard is it to do a good job with the movie when you literally take the book and just scene for scene pretty much put it on film? Here's he a- didn't do anything there. And I'm sorry, 300 is one of the most overrated fucking movies ever made. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. And I, I just and, – and like when people sit there and go, I like Zack Schneider. I want them to sit down and I want them to, to really think about what they're saying then watch Sucker Punch and tell me that you think he's good at what he does. Because that movie is one of the worst fucking movies ever made. Mm. Mm. Anyways, fuck DC movies. No, but wait, I don't, wait before. But, Except but, Wonder Woman. I like that movie. But, uh, but what I want to say about Suicide Squad was I like all the parts where they're like kind of showing their, their – um, their backstories, and I like the and I like the parts when they're in the jail and they're and they're talking to him to get them out of the jail, like when Will Smith's shooting the guns, you know, and all that. I like all that. I, I like all those stories of those characters. I didn't. The bad guys were horrible. It was it was horrible CGI, but there was a lot of stuff in there too that didn't make much sense because what's his name? Remember he was working with the Joker, the guard, to get Harley Quinn out. Remember that? And then when Harley Quinn's yeah. coming out. She's she's surrounded by guards. She's in a wheelchair. And what's his name is like handing her stuff in the wheelchair going, Mr. J says this. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, there's like three guards push. There's like a guard fire on her right and left. And the guy's pushing her wheelchair. And none of them pick up that that dude's like passing her like notes or passing her things. The Joker gave her. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> There, I agree with you. There is, like, to me, there is promise in that movie. Like, there's things that, like, were good, and then you have dumb shit like that. Yeah. Um. My my biggest issue is that I mean, the I don't, I can't, dude. I can't even fucking begin to explain. What like, do you got? What's going on on your phone? You no, start getting something on your phone. No, you're I was looking at something about David uh, Ayer, the guy dis- who made. You're looking all distracted. No, I was looking at David Ayer, the guy who <laughs> made Suicide man. Squad, who's like who's who's well known for like ruining shit. Um, my thing is with like all the DC movies and everything going on with them is when I is that they took somebody and they that I, like I said I've always thought that he was overrated and they put him over the entire universe of those films. And then you, 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 you get some success with stuff like, you know, suicide squad did do good in the theater. Don't get me wrong. It did good. 
Wonder Woman did really good. I think Aquaman, it did good, was a fluke. I really do. I think it was marketing and everything there because that movie sucks. That movie is like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I just felt like how much CG, like you might as well just made an animated movie. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> and, 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 and my, but my number one Look, thing I is can't... I say like how I know you have fucked up the entire DC universe is when you take Batman and you take Superman and put them in the same movie and you struggle to get to a billion dollars at the theater, that right there lets you know you made a piece of shit. You took two of the most popular comic book characters, one of them who was made how many billion dollar movies just right before this one came out, Batman, and then you still struggle to get there because you made such a monstrosity of shit. The one thing I hated about Aquaman is that is that Jason Momoa the whole movie was just going, whoa! Whoa! He was jumping out of airplanes. Whoa! He lands in the desert. Whoa! I fucking hate Jason Momoa. I think, I think he's, he's riding I think he sucks. Whoa! Like, okay, we get it. It's like, is this some fucking movie or a Mountain Dew commercial? Yeah. I don't know what is going on. Man. Oh, I didn't like it. I thought it was stupid. I agreed with you right there. Like, yeah, it's a fucking yeah. Mountain Dew commercial. Anyways, let's fucking move on to Bad Boys. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the shit I was going to talk about going. No, I will. I went to the theater and there's a guy, <laughs> there's a guy in a wheelchair who's taking tickets. Oh, and- you want to you talk about this? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, he's taking tickets. And you go up there, and he's like, all right, you're in Theater 5, which is right beyond the Skittles machine. You go down there. I haven't seen that movie yet, but I hear it's really good. And then another, like, next lady comes up. I hear him behind me. He goes, nope, I haven't seen that movie. I don't see very movies. I haven't very many movies. I live 45 miles away from here. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I started thinking to myself, does this guy think like say shit to every single fucking person can you imagine how long the lines would be like imagine like when star wars comes out and that motherfucker's taking tickets can you imagine like how long it would take everybody to get into the theater if that dude's like you're in theater 10 it's blah 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 right down da, 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 and i haven't seen that movie i'll you tell you what i tell you what if 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 that guy if he had if for like you're talking about there was a star wars line and if he had a fresh response for everybody that gave him a ticket you need to hire that guy as a fucking filibuster i mean you need to hire him in a writing staff somewhere yeah. and just show you how to just make up shit and keep going and keep going because he shouldn't be working at a fucking movie theater <laughs> he should definitely be somewhere else because those lines are fucking long and if you come up with a fresh response for every time that's why i wondered like is he talking to every single person that comes in here like does he ever get tired of this does he get sick of it they just say, oh you're in theater five fuck off you know eventually you know my, like, my whole thing would be like if i if i worked in a movie theater all i would do was what was watch movies as soon as yeah. i got off from my shift I could probably get free movies because I work there. They play them the day before they actually start playing yeah. them for the employees. I'd see all of them. Wheel his ass in there. Shit, I got the Regal Pass. I'm going to see shit that I probably wouldn't want to see half the time just because I got the Regal Pass. Yeah, you got to use it, man. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to point out something. Here's some bullshit about the Regal Pass. So it, you're done with the wheelchair guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah you, you get the Regal Pass. You're like, all right, I get to go see anything I want. Now, you buy your tickets through the app, so, you, you know, it's convenient, whatever. They charge you 55 cents every time you buy a fucking ticket through the Regal app. What? Yes. Even though you have the pass, you still got to pay the 55 cent convenience fee. Oh, that's bullshit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, now this is just like, you know, some people are like, it's just 55 cents. I'm like, but that's my point. 
what a fucking bunch of bullshit. It's I just, thought my whole point is to pay the 18 bucks a month is to is to see every movie I want. But if, and I'm guessing if you use your Regal Pass at the at the uh, box office, you won't get that 55 cent fee. But when you use their app, 55 cent fee. Oh. And what the argument I like to make to that is is that I pointed out I was like, all right, motherfuckers. I was like, I can tell you, I'm the most non-buying drinks and whatever person you've ever met. Oh. I'm like, I'm gonna go see all kinds of shit. And I, I'll pay the fifty five cents. It's like, but you're gonna lose money on me. So, oh, there you go. Like, so fuck you, Regal. You heard it here first, Regal. <laughs> yeah, when they go out of business from from my protest, <laughs> it was like that is right. Hey, did you hear what these American Zero guys are telling everybody? We started a, Regal secrets out. <laughs> we started a revolution. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Regal. <laughs> Next time we go to see a, I'll be honest, fifty five cents for a ticket. People like, be up there with signs going. <laughs> Say no to Regal. <laughs> yeah, I, I fifty five cents. I'll pay it. I don't care. It's worth it to me. Oh well, you just acted like it wasn't, but uh, that's fine. I'm All like, right, yeah. bad bad boys for life. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna review? Snickers, not Snickers. All right. I gotta tell you what, man. I I was thoroughly. Enjoyed by this movie. I've seen it twice now, and the second time I saw it, I enjoyed it even more. I thought the comedy was amazing, uh, but there was a lot of things in it, though, too, that I were like, I was like, come on, man, really? Like, all right, first of all, before we get started, there are spoilers coming up, like big yes. time spoilers. Yes. So we, that's why we stayed it to the end of the show. So if you had enough of us and you don't want to hear Bad Boys for Life spoilers, Turn it off now. But if you want, if you've seen Bad Boys for Life and you like to hear what we think, then keep just keep rolling with this. Um, I I do want to say one thing about the movie that like struck me the second time more so. Like I like the first time I was like, oh, all right. Uh, the second time I saw it, the one thing I will say is that in this in this and I'm I don't care where we are if we jump all over the place or whatever. In this movie, Will Smith gets shot, and after he gets healthy and whatever, he goes to martin lawrence and is like basically asking him like i need you to help me go after these guys one last time the fucking acting from will smith in that scene i thought was amazing really uh, yeah like there's like there, and i what really got me was like there's a facial expression he makes like when he's like all right i'm begging you like when he does that part just the way his eyes moved and just everything i was just like i was really like impressed with will smith you don't, you don't think it, you don't think it was just like you always Loving and missing Will Smith, and he finally gave you what you've been wanting no. for a while. <laughs> no, you know I don't so? love or miss you Will you, Smith. You don't, you don't think you don't think it was like over overcorrection from like Aladdin or anything like that. No, no, no. I I just thought he did a really you good job. Loved Will Smith. I I didn't. You did. No. Oh, you loved him. When you loved him as much as you loved Jimmy Smith or <laughs> or Bruce Stern. First off, I like to point out that I never loved any of them motherfuckers. Oh, that's a fucking lie. That's and fucking then, lie. And, but first of all, big Bruce Stern fan, loved them since the Burbs. <laughs> loved Bruce Stern. <laughs> also, what did I love Jimmy Smith in? Jimmy Smith, you loved Jimmy Smith in NYPD Blue, and <laughs> then when you found out he was in Star Wars, your boner broke a table. It that's a fact. <laughs> Your boner, your boner <laughs> broke the table. Okay, folks, what you guys don't understand, and you don't, pro- some of you don't know, is that one. I never liked any of these motherfuckers. It's been a long running joke about Jimmy Smith because for some reason somebody spread the rumor that I love Jimmy Smith and I don't. Rumors and, are true. And the Bruce Dern usually thing was rumors are true. Is I just always love bringing up as a joke is that anytime like Laura Dern was in something, I was like, it has Bruce Dern's daughter, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, and that hence the reason you love Bruce Dern. <laughs> 
Yeah. You would only yeah. bring that up if you love Bruce Dern. <laughs> yeah. But okay. you always brought up the burbs because you loved it when Bruce Dern pulled off that wallpaper in, in those guys' house. You loved that so much, and Bruce Dern forever has been in your heart since then. You've seen every Bruce Dern, Laura Dern project. You've I have all. You've seen them all. <laughs> seen them all. You rooted for Laura Dern when she was nominated for uh for that last movie she was in. I didn't even know she was nominated for You anything. know, you don't want to admit it, but you know what it is. You First know off, it is. does it show you how There's wrong no you are? There's no shame in loving no, Laura. No, no. There's no shame in loving the Derns as a whole. The, f- the first and thing that's what you like that's what you like to show you how wrong you are is my favorite scene with Bruce Dern in the Burbs isn't even the fucking pull- peeling the paper off the scene off the wall scene excuse which me which one is it it's the one where the the when he asked if uh, they asked Rube, uh, Ruben if his if their Kolpak is Slavic and he goes no oh. and then he says oh about a nine on the does it, does there it, Rube does it matter <laughs> does it matter does it matter if it was that scene or the wallpaper scene that created your love for Derns it doesn't matter doesn't matter. You loved Jurassic Park with Laura Dern. You loved it when she was fucking around with Eagle Eye Cherry. Was that the dude she was fucking around? It was around? Ben Harper. Oh, ben Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle Eye Cherry. Might as well be, you know? <laughs> it might as well be. I don't know. Light-skinned rockers. They're all the same to me. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> um... I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. We're talking right. about bad boys. I know, but I, I said something about it. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, I was talking about Will Smith's acting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you love him. That's no, where it no, came from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought, he, I thought he did a really good job there in, in, in the movie. I actually, like, I really love Martin Lawrence in his movie more so than anything. Oh, Martin Lawrence was fantastic yeah, in this I, movie. I, I, but that's what I say. Like, having said what I said about Will Smith, I thought Martin Lawrence crushed it in his movie. My, there was, I had a lot of f- funny parts, a lot of favorite, but I think my favorite part is when is when after, after after Will Smith was shot and then and then he was getting back on the scene and he came down and he was throwing on his his blazer in slow mo and then it showed Martin Lawrence throwing on his robe at home <laughs> when he was in retirement. I loved in that same montage when they showed Will Smith getting into his safe and pulling out his guns. Yeah. And then Martin Lawrence and how excited he was when he opened the microwave and got his hot pocket out. <laughs> And like it wasn't that he got a hot pocket out; it was just how he was like, "Hell yeah!" yeah. You know, he was all excited about it. But yeah. uh, the, what what I didn't like, and this is full spoiler right here, so turn off. You don't want to hear it. I did not like the ending. I did not. I thought it was stupid. Too. I did not like that the bad guy ended up being Will Smith's son from when he was undercover in Mexico. I thought that was lame. And then I also thought at the end, like after the credits, when he goes to him and says, "I have a way for you to, you know." Uh, work off some of that time. This dude, first of all, just killed his best friend. One of his best friends. He basically. killed the captain. I yeah. didn't like when the captain died. I didn't like that they killed off the killed off the captain. I didn't like that either. He's one of the best. One of the other best parts was when he went and saw that basketball game with the captain. Yeah. and the kid missed the shot, and he goes, "Ah, it's a family curse." Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's notorious that the captain can't shoot. Uh, no, I, I love that shit. I love when Will Smith went up to him at the at the Martin Lawrence's daughter's wedding, and he looks around and he goes. No, <laughs> no. He's like, what? No, I knew the second you lived that I was going to have to tell you no. <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff in there. The, one of the things that I liked the most, though, about the movie was the callbacks to the previous movies, especially that his that that Martin Lawrence's daughter married Reggie. Yeah, the, from the second movie. The yeah. second one. That was great, man. I really liked that. But I, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like. And when I, I when I told Travis when we got out of there, I said. Did you think it was – oh, no, maybe it was a guy at work I was talking about it with. But I was like, did you think it was weird that they made all these these like 
like telenovela references, like, oh my god, this happened. And then the end of the movie, the whole main storyline, the dude was being, just a telenovela. Well, yeah, basically. I mean, his son was like, and I was like, that that bad guy wasn't even likable in any way. He wasn't even like a fun bad guy. He wasn't like a Hans Gruber or like a Tommy Lee Jones in Under Siege. He was just like a fucking just a. You know what I didn't like? I mean, it, it, I mean, he he was a he was like a stone cold killer bad guy, but he had no personality. But he, or anything. like my problem was he was too fucking cocky. Like he was like like the scene where the helicopter comes around and they're going down the road and he has like the rocket launcher. That scene when I was watching it, even the second time, I was just like, ah, oh, this dude's just like I'm the shit. It just comes off that way, and I just didn't like it. There was a lot of – I'm always into, like, mindless violence in uh, in action movies, but, like, I, I, for some reason I have a problem when it's police officers when, like – when when they're doing the bike chase to the streets and they're just like shooting all over even Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are shooting all over the place and there's all these like innocent bystanders in their car I've always been but that happens in the second movie when they have the fight with the Haitians oh, the there's Haitians. just people everywhere and they're just like guns blazing I'll tell you what though my favorite favorite part of the movie was is when they go to the club to get Zuelo, the, the like the right hand man to the main bad guy, and and me and Travis sitting right next to each other, both cracked up at the same time. Is when Zuelo he jumps off the stage to, to run for Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith, and then he just comes outside and, and just a motorcycle. Just hops right in a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. There's a motorcycle like right out the door. Of the uh, and I go, what? And Travis goes, a motorcycle? Like, Travis literally said it like with a question mark, like a motorcycle? I was already cracking up how that dude, when they were like doing the whole thing back and forth about him going to jail, and how that dude just turned around and just jumped off the fucking railings. It was gone. <laughs> yeah, <he took> off, <laughs> I was looking at Martin Lawrence like, I told you he was an athlete. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He just jumped off and grabs like this big metal beam and just falls down. With yeah. it and runs out of the building, and I was sitting there thinking, about, "Ain't no way that motherfucker would have done that in real life." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" But ever? It, it was highly entertaining, man. I, oh yeah, I, I like I, I, the comedy was on par. I told Travis when we got done, I said I would easily. I, I don't think it's better than Bad Boys Two, but but it's Close. easily better. It's easily better than Bad Boys One oh, like, by far. Oh. Dude, I loved everything. I loved them bringing, like, the younger people in with, like, ammo and bringing them in, like, the whole beef between him and the little Asian dude about, like, him banging his mom. Yeah. And then, like, how that dude got him into the club and Will Smith was all upset about, like, yeah, no, this yeah, ain't yeah, happening. Yeah, dude basically took over his spot as being, like, <laughs> yeah. the hot like the hot cop. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, I thought that – I thought all that the shit. The jokes about them getting older were amazing. Yeah, yeah I thought that was I, – I, I loved all that shit. I, I love the part when they're fucking walking – like, after they have, like, this big, huge gunfight where they're trying to go find the guy who made the bullets that shot will smith and he's talking to the to the captain and uh he's like are you telling me you didn't shoot anybody he's like what what yeah, well yeah i shot some people but yeah you know, i thought that yeah. shit was amazing he was, he was like he was like yeah because he was like oh they, they all shot each other cap he's like you telling me to shoot anybody he's like i mean i shot some people <laughs> yeah i didn't shoot all of them but yeah. like dude once like see like i i thought like by the way if you really think about it you know how we talk about we watch stuff ironically and we like to pick stuff apart i don't know how how martin lawrence and will smith could still be cops after three three movies now and uh, every, They've already been in in so many chases that have gotten so many innocent people. Oh, they'd be like, fired. They'd be like, you gotta get these guys off the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, they'd be <laughs> desk jobs at the at the at the I least. Know, they wouldn't have at the least, they wouldn't have a job. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. At the least, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, there's just so much shit in the movie. Like Martin Lawrence, like once he comes back after like retiring, 
that to me is like where the movie really fucking takes off. Yeah. Because like that dude is amazing after that. Like just like his whole conversation I'm about talking about this. his soul <laughs> with, this. with my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that shit. I love when he's talking about how, like, he's, oh, he's got to be your son because that was a supernatural ass woman. <laughs> yeah. Talking about that shit. And then asking about how he couldn't, like, you know, how are you going to fuck a witch without wearing a that condom? That was funny. <laughs> that that was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, that It was just, like, little shit like that. And then, like, the scene where he where he's, they're, like, shooting at the helicopter. And he's like, shoot at the rotors. He goes, I'm aiming at the, at the pilot. And then he blows the pilot away. And then he just goes, shit. Because <laughs> the, the helicopter, helicopter, the helicopter crashes, crashes down. down in there. Yeah. That, that was little shit like that that, like, had me cracking up. And that's why I loved Martin Lawrence in this fucking the, movie. The one, the one beef that I had, though, was, like, uh, was, was when they were doing, they, they, they met up at the end in that old hotel where, like, it was like a you know where where the where the the Mexican mafia mom and and Mike first met back in the day yeah and then and then and then when ammo's in the truck and they're looking at, they're looking at infrared stuff and they go they go oh there's a cold vent going through the laundry room and I was like what I was like yeah there's a laundry room I was like there's a laundry room the place is like got vines all over it and I was like <laughs> birds living and I was it. like why and I understand it's cold air but why would it be like pumping out like when you see the infrared it looks like it's pumping out well, laundry I, I was <laughs> confused by the like they were like it's a laundry room, and I'm like, well, my laundry point pop, po- uh, pumps out hot air. Yeah, I was like, not why, cold why, air. Why would it be pumping out cold air? There would be no air. Another thing that I question, and I wrote it down here, is that uh, his balcony, like Mike's balcony, out where he lived, he had like a treadmill and like all this weightlifting stuff and all that. I'm like. It rains a lot in I Miami. Know, I, know. I was like, <laughs> like what I was the like, fuck? Oh, what, you're leaving all your, your Peloton all yeah, out in the yeah. rain? <laughs> I'm like, it, like, it is in California, motherfucker. It rains in Miami. I know. You know it's uh, like little stuff like that that yeah. I was like, or or like the whole scene at the very beginning of the movie where they're rushing to the hospital because Marcus has a grand uh, a grandbaby being born. And I'm sitting there thinking about like, they, got, they, they film it like they're on a high-speed chase. But it's like, the whole time I was wondering like, what the, why... Okay, they, uh, I get the police escorts on the street. Like, they got police escorts taking them to wherever they're going, right? But why was there a boat and a helicopter going around? Like, you know, like, to me, that seemed like it was just for us to think they're on a high-speed chase. But, it, like, it had, yeah. nothing, it had nothing to do with them getting to the hospital in time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was just kind of like, what? Like, this seemed unnecessary. And it's like... It's, oh, at the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's, it's, but I was like, I was like, were the cops chasing them? Because yeah, yeah so that's why I was like, what the hell's going on? Then I was also sitting there thinking about like, you know, me and you just sitting there talking about how they'd be fired already. I was like, shit, they'd be fired for this. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna fucking rush them to the hospital like this, like fucking jackasses yeah. fucking driving down the road. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was first watching. It. I was like, we are they chasing somebody or is, yeah. or or and the cops with them? But then when they got on the beach and the motorcycle, I was like, no, they're chasing them. But I was like, why are they chasing them? Also. When I, one thing I never understood about all these bad boy movies is 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 Lowry's had a Porsche in all three movies, but he doesn't ever have any lights or any cop stuff on his Porsche, so he's just like driving all through the city every every movie. He even mentions having a Ferrari too, which I was like, when did he have one of those? Yeah, I'm like, but then I was also thinking about like I get that he's rich and his dad gave him a trust fund, but I'm like, what the f- how much fucking money did yeah. he have? And then. You know, the one thing I do... I mean, when is this... Now he's 50. When is his trust fund right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, one thing I do like is that, that they did, like, tie all together, which I thought was, like, you know, nothing... Like, most people might not pick up on, like, they really... 
like to me it was a minor thing and it didn't matter but i love how they pointed out that the reason will smith like when martin lawrence goes well now explains why you dress like a drug dealer because he was in love with the fucking uh the the, the fucking the lady from yeah you know the fucking which, Mexican I, never, which, whatever. which I never thought he dressed like a drug dealer i just thought he was just trying to dress fancy because he was just a you know he was, but he does seem kind of drug dealerish i thought his jacket that he was trying to wear to the club seemed like i, I was like are you a matador yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that was that was I, I just think that was like a wardrobe movie choice i don't I don't think there was much thought into that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, I was like, what is he fighting bulls when he goes in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I loved this movie and was glad to see that they were like immediately like, let's make another one. Yeah, I was it, like, one hundred percent. It was highly entertaining, it. and I honestly think it's kind of what I think Hollywood needed. Like, I think it, I think they needed a break from from a lot of superhero stuff yep. and a lot of too much serious stuff during Oscar time. Yep. I think it was like a it's weird like most people thought it was going to suck because they put it in January but it and turned out to different be different director everything. Yeah, perfect. It turned out, I did love the Michael Bay cameo though at <laughs> yeah. the wedding. That you, was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, did you hear what he said when he was on the set? Like they were talking uh, to the guys who directed the movie, and they said, "What Michael like Michael Bay had?" It said the article started off saying Michael Bay had words of advice for the directors. Yeah, and they said like right after he finished filming his cameo in the movie, he walked up to them and said, "Don't fuck up my baby," and then walked off. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's nice. like, man, I'm like sitting there thinking about like the pressure. Like, oh god, that dude just told us, "Don't fuck it up." It's like. <sighs> I would I would have been like, yeah, I, I won't. Uh, how about you not make another Transformers movie? <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, maybe maybe you should revamp the Transformers oh, franchise. Yeah. That's their new word now in Hollywood. I don't want to get I don't want to get into that. Anyway, that, hey, that's Bad Boys. That's Bad Boys for Life review. Out of five. Five? Four. I think it was four out of five. I, I'm with the, I, I'm I, a four. I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed it. Even I'm though I didn't like four. the ending, I still – I mean, I'm, I'm talking about – 85% of the movie I liked besides yeah. besides the end. Uh it was great. I uh, and like again, like I said Martin Lawrence crushing it. The thing like like I point out to people is like that dude doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything anymore. And yeah. the fact that he came back and just fucking nailed it like amazing to me. Yeah, that, it was good, man. I highly recommend it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Stay clean. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you fucked it up last week. Now I'm fucking it up That's this time. That's all right. Hey, man. Stay clean. Stay focused. <laughs> Don't get dead. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, la-